Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It felt like home to me, if that sounds a little cheesy, but it did. And I really, I mean, I felt this connection with people. Welcome to Series 2 of the One Year No Beer Podcast. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, then hit that button so you don't miss another episode. Just before we get started with today's interview, I just want to quickly mention one thing that Jen and I do every day. We were so lucky to come across this brand listening to podcasts just like this. And we are so proud to be sponsored by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is literally one scoop of this all-round nutritional insurance which is made up of no less than 75 vitamins, minerals and whole food source ingredients including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfoods scientifically researched and blended together to support and improve energy recovery, immunity and digestion. It's so easy. You just get down in the morning, plop open that glass, pour in your athletic greens and pow! You are doing what you need in one scoop. If you want to join us, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B and join the health experts, athletes and health conscious go-getters around the world who are making a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B. Now, don't forget the forward slash O-Y-N-B because this will entitle you to the special deal Athletic Greens have given out to our listeners. A year's supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs will take with you on the go. Once again, athleticgreens.com. Don't forget, O-Y-N-B. Now let's get started with the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the OMB podcast. I am your host, Jen Fairbairns, and today I have a very special guest with me. Michelle has been part of the Complete Control program. She is now part of the Limitless Control program, which is a continuation uh, program that follows the Complete Control program. program that we do, as well as partaking in the Complete Reset Retreat that we hosted here in Mallorca for the very first time. So I thought it would be a golden opportunity to bring her on and let her speak her truth, tell you what it's like on the inside of going through these intense programs, what uh, impact they can have on our personal life, on our business, on our career. And um, yeah, without further ado, Michelle, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I've been excited to do this. 
um, to share my story. A little nervous, but excited at the same time. Thanks for having me. Wonderful. Well, no need to be nervous. Me and Michelle, we also coach together. So we, we do. do a fair bit of conversations together. So I will I'm very sure that we could be a nice chat between us. But but don't worry, you are an incredible human being. And I think that your story is so beautiful. And um, your transformation is incredible. And what better way to hear that than from yourself. So a little bit of background as to what brought you to One Year No Beer for starters? And, you know, what did you find within there? And, and how, what made you take the leap um, of jumping into the, the very intense complete control program? All right. Well, I like how you put leap because it was a leap of faith. Um, a few years ago, I signed up for the emails for One Year No Beer. Um, I really, and I, I've said this before, I really can't recall how, why, when, where, how I did this, but I would get the emails and I'd read them quite a bit. I thought about joining um, the 30-day, 60-day, 90-day um, challenges. I was in a pretty tight spot, Jen, as you know, and I was at the point where I needed to do something I wanted to. I've gone many years without any issues at all as far as health issues. I've been kind of skating by um, but you know what? Last spring, I, I just started not feeling well, and I went to the doctor. My blood work wasn't wonderful. We talked. I was very open about it, and and he said, well, let's let's do something, and I'm like, I'm ready. But what I wasn't ready for, Jen, was to go away. I didn't want to go away somewhere and just fix myself because I knew it was more than my poor drinking habits. I knew it was more than that, and by chance, I got this email about complete control, and I just, I mean, it took me a few days to sign up, but I had a wonderful conversation with you and Ruri, and um, I took that leap of faith. And I'm mm. so glad I did. The The program was a, amazingly awesome, yet challenging eight weeks. Um, the mm. continuation program has been amazing. And I'm just really, really so happy to be here and to be able to share this story because a year ago I never thought that, you know, mm. I never saw myself in this place. So wonderful. So I mean, taking that leap of faith—that's the scariest bit, right? You know, trusting the process and Joe, I'm going in there. So tell, just tell us a little brief bit about you know the life that you live. I mean, you have a very, very. Um, a career that is high pressure, high pace, and and how did you how did you feel like that this was the good combination, and how did you feel with the people that you kind of met within the program? It's yeah. a fairly fairly intimate, you know. We only take on fifteen um, fifteen people each round. So, right. how did you feel going into that environment? Well, going into the environment, I, again, I was nervous and a little scared, but this is a scary thing. And um, I immediately felt a connection there because I felt like I was with like-minded people. Um, mm -hmm. One of the scariest things for me was with my position, I, I'm in HR and accounting. I get to use both sides of my brain, which is awesome. It is <laughs> a lot of pressure, especially on that HR side. Um, but I just felt like... I needed more, like I said, than just going away and fixing myself in some type of program. And I needed to be around like-minded people 
I guess mm-hmm. you could say, that we're going through some of those same struggles. And um, like I said, I immediately felt that connection, Jen, and have made, I feel like, some lifelong friends through this. Um, we understand each other and those struggles that we have. And what I, one of the things I like most, and there's a lot of things on my list that I love, but one of the things I like most is we're not making it always about alcohol in this program. It's not just about that. I mean, that's what got me here. But mm-hmm. what's keeping me here isn't just, like I said, just go away and get fixed. This is an ongoing, continuous um, process of continuous improvement. Let's just put it that way. Mm. So let's let's be a little bit honest here. Like when you came into the, you know, when we started the Complete Control Program, how did you feel? Like what did you feel like your chances were? Like did you, were you hopeful? And where did you feel like you were? Because you have been alcohol-free since then, right? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. July 3rd. That's amazing. Yes, I think it's amazing. Um, I didn't have a lot of faith in myself. Um, mm. I, I really was struggling with, you know, I've always been very independent, strong-willed, stubborn, but boy, I didn't know, you know, tenacious. How, how was I going to do this on my own? I didn't mm. think I was really going to be able to. Um, I liked when we joined the program that I, I got a little bit of a, you know, how do I put it? We didn't have to be completely alcohol-free or that was the suggestion until week three. And I actually mm. followed that. And then when I picked that day during that week, I was like, you know what? I'm ready to do this. And I had the support. I had the support from you. I had the support from Gary. I had the support from the entire, you know, one year no beer complete control community and mm. i did it i did it and it just took it it took that that level of support from people you know that participate in the group to get me there mm. wonderful I love asking that question because because what it comes down to is that self-belief and wondering, like, can I do this? And feeling like alcohol mm-hmm. might have, you know, we've been giving away our power to, to alcohol long enough to the point that we start believing it. But this is all about, yes. you know, taking back that power and going in. And, I mean, you've really done, you really hit the ground running with that. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. And being somebody that's um, – fairly successful, you know, in my career and what it is I do. I mean, in the back of my head, I always kind of felt like a bit of a failure here or a bit of a fraud and imposter because I was hiding this big secret that, you know, I I had this internal struggle going on um, with alcohol. So what was the most surprising discovery, you know, as much as you're happy to share, but like within, within the program, the complete control program itself, like what was the most surprising discovery that, you know, you feel like maybe that made a huge difference into how you would show up in the world kind of moving forward? Is there anything in particular mm-hmm. that you felt, is there some interesting moments or are there some key takeaways that you're happy to share um, that you feel like, no, this, this, you know, starting to believe in yourself or whatever it is. Okay. Um, The power of the group is a big one Mm. for me. Um, Secondly is the tools that I gain, you know, that I put in my toolbox. Um, I learned some tools that may seem simplistic in a way, 
but they're not. I mean, they're not simplistic because otherwise I would have been doing them, Jen. <laughs> you know, the meditation, the breathing, um, the focus on fitness and, and exercising, eating well and sleeping. And, and those are all just basic, basic human needs and things that I was ignoring. But until somebody was telling me or until I had a workbook to fill out and and, and all of that, it, I mean, it really needed to smack me in the face, and it did. When I joined this mm. program, it was a big smack in the face, and, um, but it was a very rewarding smack in the face, which, you know, on the back end, <laughs> um, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so and to be said here is that Michelle, Michelle's cohort, the group of uh, Complete Control that Michelle was in was actually our very first group. So this was a first for us as well. So we, we were very transparent with that in the beginning. We're still mm -hmm. learning. We're trying to figure out. But we knew we had the recipe for something incredible here. And since you, yeah. you guys as a group, we'd obviously been tweaking it. And we have a facilitator in there who's really chasing after people. But, but what I really found with your group is that you were just, you were also ready and you were there kind of just soaking in what mm -hmm. we had to share but the way that you all tackled it uh, you know parallel to living busy life as as you know career-driven humans that you know are parents you have a life on the side you know how was it what was it like to mix that all in you know with your life did it did you feel like you were able to keep up no problem with with you know work and life on the side I did. I did. I felt I felt um, able to do that because I, I was able to um, use these. Again, I go back to I didn't just want to go away somewhere and get fixed and then come back to my situation. I mean, because you can go away and have a beautiful spa weekend and not drink. Right. But you're a week later, you're coming back home and you got to still yeah. do this work. And mm. and that's what I loved about it is I, I had assignments that I could work on every night when I got home or when I had break at work, um, the people in the group that I could reach out to at any time. And I don't, I don't know that I would have had that going through any type of, you know, trying to do this on my own, obviously. Mm. So in the grand scheme of things, eight weeks isn't like a particularly long time. If you look at, you know, a year but it, it is it is long enough time to for to go through such an intense program. But do you feel mm -hmm. like those eight weeks were enough for you to really get a grip of, of you know your values and what you wanted to change and kind of how get the tools to move forward? Uh, yes, I had a very good grip, um, so mm -hmm. to speak. But but Jen, I really the limitless control program that I had the opportunity to sign for up for after it was a no-brainer it was a no-brainer mm. let's just continue this work let's just keep moving forward you know for me yeah. there wasn't at the end of the eight weeks it wasn't a stopping point for me it was just a springboard to keep moving forward mm. Mm -hmm. so to be said for those listening you know you might have heard of a complete control program but the limitless control is the continuation program afterwards which is not as intense but there is still content but there and there is there is uh, group catch-ups there is one-to-one -one coaching involved in this so that this support kind of continues yes. um so because that's something that people come towards the end of this the, these eight weeks and they go you know what's next they're curious like we don't want to just like lose this some people are happy and they go right. on and you know they move on but Absolutely. majority of people like they want to continue something um but which isn't 
nearly as close as, as intense, but still right. having that, that, that community aspect, the connection, which I think is, is so important. Yes, absolutely. So that, speaking of connection then, so what we did, we decided to throw together this retreat that we have really been focusing on, on wanting, wanting to create in our minds since we moved out here. Part of the reasons why we decided to move to Mallorca is to be able to facilitate these these retreats. And so, you know, we were kind of up the, off the bat of these um, complete control programs, cohorts. We were like, let's try and put something together. And it was all quite last minute, but we managed to throw something together. And uh, we, it was a five-day retreat here in Mallorca. And there was, I think, three people from your cohort that came, three from yes. the, 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 the most recent one then. And uh, well, it was eight people in total, I think. Uh, tell us a little bit about what that was like for you. I, you know, oh. you've done all this connecting online and all of a sudden you're meeting people in person. And, and what was that for you? Okay. Wow, this this is going to be a hard one to articulate because it was, for me, and sorry if I get a little emotional, because I almost didn't go on this trip because I was afraid. And if it's okay if I back up a little bit and just give you a little bit of insight that, you know, I'm driven, I'm stubborn, I'm tenacious and all those things, but with with COVID, I changed. I mean, I changed. I already had a problem. I already had issues. But it just got worse. And so for me, I mean, when I say I sit on the couch on the weekends, that means I sit on the couch. <laughs> and and so for me, I mean, I didn't go, I didn't go out and do things much anymore, you know, and, you know, stopped hanging out with my friends and, and all of that. And so it took, it took, it was a big deal for me to get on an airplane, because I'm from Indiana, to get on an airplane and go to Spain and and do this it, again it comes down to a leap of faith and the second i got there um and i saw the beautiful <laughs> villa and the resort and met everyone including yourself um i i just really felt it felt like home to me if that sound, you know, mm-hmm. sounds a little cheesy but it did and i really i mean i felt this connection with people early, early on in that, you know, in the process. And then, of course, the things that we did um, were amazing um, group exercises and and excursions and things that we got to do um, made it even more special. Lovely. Yeah, it it was truly, you know, remarkable to kind of see this group of people from all walks of life you know, different corners of the world just come together yeah. and just, just mold. And everyone just sat next to each other right away. And, you know, curios- you know, the curiosity was incredible with each other. It's just, you know, who yeah. they are. I don't think anyone know, knew really what the other person does professionally because no one cared. There was just no a, one, this yeah. beautiful connection of human beings wanting to, yeah. you know, have an amazing experience and do, you know, look after the health and wellness. Yes. And it, and it wasn't all about that. You know, we didn't talk about all of those things. It, the focus was on ourselves, our wellness, again, the group connection. I mean, it's invaluable for me, life-changing. 
Mm. And I can go into so, a lot of details. But. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, mean, I, I would like this because, you know, it, you know, there you were. You're like, you, you were scared. You, you almost didn't come. There was a little bit of prodding and poking like, you know, yes. you can do this, yes. you know. And mm-hmm. so your first leap. So I feel like there is this. This this kind of repetition of leaps of faith that you that you do for yourself, right? Which is huge. This is what you know. Being brave enough to kind of do these things for yourself, but you know, deciding to actually go on this trip was a big deal for you, right? And then yes. you, you got there, and that was the last challenge, right? <laughs> there will be more challenges throughout the, throughout the. Uh, the weekend well, throughout those five days. So do you, do you want to share um, I do. what your most <laughs> prolific moment uh, of, of self-discovery was during that week? Well, there was a few, but there's yeah. one that stands out in my mind, which you probably know I'm going to bring up, but I, um, I didn't know how much you wanted to share and how much was going to be a surprise, you know, for those on the retreat. I did enjoy the surprise factor of not knowing exactly, um, and you let us know up front, not knowing exactly, you know, that the itinerary was a little bit, um, <laughs> vague's not the right word, but. <laughs> <laughs> Non-existent. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, there was a purpose behind that, Jen, right? Yeah, and of course. I, how many times did I jump off that cliff? Oh, at least three. At okay. least three. Uh, you, you jumped off a higher cliff than I did. <laughs> Did you know that we offer loads more support? Yes, I'm talking about time with coaches, Zooms, meeting other people, locking eye to eye, meeting awesome OIMBers who are on the same inspiring journey as you. All of those things are available in AFM. We created AFM as a close, small community that is really there to help people master changing the relationship with alcohol. So if you're looking for a little bit more support, you want to meet more OYM beers, or you just want to take your alcohol-free journey to the next level, then check out oneyearnobeer.com forward slash AFM. And if you put in the discount code PODCAST10, capital letters, podcast 10 will get you 10% discount of joining AFM. It was a challenge for me and in challenges, I'm using that lightly. I did not know that I could do that. Jump off a cliff into the Mediterranean mm. <laughs> with a group of people that I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've got this beautiful image. Yeah. I have this image of the, the third the third time I did it, it was it was such a struggle. And Mark um, mm. Wim Hof, he was there and he helped me through it. All of you guys helped me through it. I'll never forget looking down off that cliff and seeing everybody down there that had jumped before me and they're all clapping and cheering and and chanting. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, I don't have a choice. I have to do it. I mean, I had to do it, and I did it. It was so freeing. It really was freeing because there was that part of me that was like, okay, I'm I'm just not going to do this. I'm just not Mm. going to. But I did. Mm. I did. Yeah. And it was wonderful, and I would do it again. 100% do it again. Yeah, I mean, I, the pride in that moment of just seeing you fly off with your legs out and going like, <laughs> holy smokes, she is about it. So, 
<laughs> there she goes. But also, I have this image of you at breakfast when we kind of decided to tell everyone where we were going because there was going to be a mutiny if we didn't tell you guys where we were going. So we just kind of divulged where we were going. And I looked at you over and I saw you immediately go, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and, and, then, and, then, and then I turn around and they're like, well, those that don't want to go, don't. But, you know, we strongly encourage you to go. You turn around, you're like, yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> you know, so yeah. within, the, within, within the matter of seconds, you had already told yourself, you know, I am here. I am all in. 100%. 1,000%. Yeah. And mm. this is something, I mean, you and me have done and continue to do a lot of coaching together. And this is one of the things, like, if you want to create lasting change for yourself, you need to go all in. Scary or not, Absolutely. you know. Yeah. I mean, I made a commitment, Jen. I made a commitment. I paid some money. You know, yeah, I, I invested in myself. And yes. for me not to, I mean, that, that particular one in, you know, in particular, I felt like I really needed to do this. I really mm. needed to do this. I've never done it before. Um, yeah. Never would, have, you know, but here I am. I'm, I jumped off a cliff. Sure did. Yeah, you, you jumped all right. It was amazing. Well, it was incredible. And I, I'm going to, a little aside here is I would joke with the people I work with, you know, and I told them I was going to Spain. I didn't really tell them why. Um, but I said, I might jump off a cliff and not come back is what I would say. <laughs> and the irony of that, because I sent video to a couple coworkers and I was like, see, I told you. <laughs> I jumped off a cliff, but I came back. <laughs> I came back. I was half right. <laughs> oh, wonderful. And yeah, it, and also it's been so, so beautiful to see the connection amongst the group. You're all really still very strongly connected, you know, in the WhatsApp group, keeping, you know, the communication up and keep inspiring each other, keep pushing each other. And that's a really beautiful thing to see as well, because the, through community, you know, is where we find true strength, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. be, when we're struggling, when we're having a really difficult time, whatever it is, the, the problem kind of multiplies in our mind and it become it can become a really really lonely place right especially with Definitely. alcohol because there's an element of that shame of like one you know right. wanting to ask for help and wanting to talk about it but kind of feeling that shame around it in a way which is this shame cycle which is unnecessary but which is which tends to be the the, the kind of pattern for most people so what happened with that shame cycle of yours and that feeling once joining the complete control community, you know, the retreat and all that, what, what did you discover in that matter? Well, speaking about shame, it just melted away. Mm. I mean, that's as simple as I can. I mean, it just melted away because it, I mean, that shame that we carry with us, it's hard. It's hard. Mm. And being part of that group, I'll say it again, it, it really melted away. I felt accepted. I felt important. I felt cared about. Um, and I was able to give that back also. It's beautiful. That's incredible. Thank you. I mean, the, that, what you just said, I had to write it down. I'm making a note. I'm like, shame melted away. Yeah. You and, know. I'm sorry. Um, another thing is, too, is that I will tend to isolate myself. That's been a behavior pattern of mine for, you know, since I've been around walking this earth. And it's I will I will isolate myself and getting out of my comfort zone and reaching out to people. And again, I just keep bringing up that community. That connection was so important. So I hope people that are going through some of these struggles 
that, you know, if they're really afraid to reach out, to just try to let that go because it, it's mm. just such a meaningful, uh, it was such a meaningful and continues to be such a meaningful experience. Hmm. So would you say now, you know, being alcohol-free, we, we've even stopped counting the days, there's months, you know, you've got the date, it's in there, but yeah. you're, you're feeling pretty good about this right now? You're, you, do you feel, to tell us a little bit, like share a little bit of how you feel in the sense of where this is going, how you feel about it, and where your mind is at there. Where my mind is at? Well, my mind, my mind is much clearer um, mm. obviously I'm not, I'm not drinking alcohol. Um, yeah, I'm having a moment. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> sometimes That's it's okay. hard to talk about because it, it was pretty powerful for me and it continues to be. So your question was, is where do I feel like I'm going with this? Mm. Do I feel secure being alcohol free? Is that, is that what you, mm. okay. Yeah. Okay, I feel I feel cautiously secure. And I'm going to use the word cautious because I don't ever want to say, you know, I'm never going to use alcohol again. I'm never going to do this. Mm-hmm. It's not black and white. It's not black and white for me. You know, being somebody that's always lived in a black and white world, it's mm-hmm. not black and white. There is that gray area. And I'm going to live in that gray area. Um, there's no absolutes. Um, mm. I know that the point of the program and all of this is to change your relationship with alcohol. I feel like I have, but I will continue to, to work on that. I'll always mm. continue to work on that. Whether or not I make the choice to have a drink again or not, for me mm. personally, I don't, I don't care to. I mm. really don't care to. My mind is finally clear enough to know um, the difference to what it is being al- living your life alcohol-free and not living your life alcohol-free. I did not realize how much pain I was in until I got some, some traction and some miles behind, behind mm. that. Yeah, I mean, wow. That's the thing. It's, 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 it is each individual's journey to discover what complete control looks like to them. And this is the purpose of this whole program and how, how you know, <clears throat> but essentially where we, where we get people to is them feeling empowered, finding their strength, discovering what they can do rather than limiting themselves to what they can't do. Because once you remove alcohol, the, the options are limitless. We can really choose to do whatever we put our mind into because we have that clear and we have clarity and we are able to kind of use our authentic mind into really discovering how we actually feel rather than having that emotional fueled reactions and mindset and yes. living in our ego, living in our ego and all that. Yes, absolutely. So moving forward. So we, you're in the limitless control program right now. And I, love coaching with you you know we're continuously moving forward what do you would you say about coaching and it's not about me personally but in general about Mm -hmm. the coaching that you receive through this program like what how how do you see that beneficial moving forward because we don't really talk about alcohol anymore in our coaching we're talking about all the other things that goes on in your life where you want to excel right right Right. Absolutely. And I think I've shared with you before that I have had some therapy in the past. It's been a long time and 
I'll call it therapy, not coaching, because it was, it was, I don't even know if it was therapy because I just sat around and complained <laughs> and somebody listened to it. Um, Jen, our relationship is a lot different. Um, you give me, you know, you help me identify things. Um, you give me tools to put in my toolbox um, that I can use on a daily basis. You help keep me accountable. Now, at the end of the day, I have to keep myself accountable. But through our coaching, you have helped me um, with accountability uh, as well. One-on-one um, mm. -on -one coaching for me, I would say it's just as beneficial as the group, you know, the group connection and everything. And it all, it all just fits together. Um, mm. Yeah, of yeah, course. I mean, yeah. they, they, what's so powerful about a group coaching setting is that you're be you can be coached even by either by even by watching other people be yes. coached based on the the subject, the topics that they bring up, and they get some coaching on yeah. that. I I you know you can really see people in the room like nodding and going, you yes. know, yeah. I mean, this is all online based, so you can see all these heads kind of in in unison nodding and really taking it in. So the the group yes. element of coaching is is really Really, really a lot more powerful than people might think right but what that, you do get yeah. in your yeah sorry you no, go you go you go ahead no that so and so whereas in one-on-one -on -one coaching you know you get to kind of like rah, you need to you get to empty out the tank and you know go, go really vulnerable but that's something we always encourage within the group setting as well to be vulnerable and encourage ourselves to reach out and show that vulnerability is a superpower. And that's something that you would agree that, you know, it's a very safe environment to do so, to really spill your beans there, you know, and there's no judgment, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the trip to Mallorca, um, I'd like to emphasize that there were, you know, we were put in settings like that repeatedly as a group you know, whether we were dancing around or, you know, whatever it was we were doing. And I'm thinking of one thing in particular, Jen, is the session that we all had with you um, that lasted an hour that we were like, oh, we just wanted to keep going and going because, it again, you know, the group was so close, it seemed like, early on. But as, as we were talking, you know, about the topic we were working on mm. is um, everybody just started sharing more and more. And I think we could have spent all day there. Is we learn just as much. I mean, we learned a lot from each other, and I, I like mm. that you. I like that you brought that up. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's such it's such a powerful and and it's like you said, when you feel like we can continue this because we feel safe, we feel like one key thing that people have said: I, I'm not alone. It's I'm not, not just alone. me. <laughs> I'm, I know I'm not alone. And you think, you know, you look at people and you, they can't, there's no way they've got the same thing going on in the head in my head, you know, mm -hmm. you know, my head's just a mess. <laughs> and, yeah. but you know, there really are other people out there that are a lot like you that you can connect with and bond with. And they're all over the world, all over the yeah. world and complete control showed me that. Oh, I love that. So wonderful. So, what lies ahead for Michelle now? What you know, other than being cautiously um, kind optimistic. of confident and yeah. optimistic moving forward, where 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 do you see yourself going with yourself? Because also, you know, without sharing too much information, the lots have happened for you professionally as well. Going through this course, you know, you've had yes. there's been some. You want to share a little bit about that just to see, oh. you know, what, what can happen just not just emotionally, but, but career-wise as well? Yes. Um, 
career rise, I, w- I was really struggling, you know, going into complete control. I was struggling in my career. You know, I'm a pretty darn hard worker, but, you know, the, the alcohol was holding me back. And um, while we were in Mallorca, I mean, I got news that I got a promotion. And I got to go home and, and um, mm-hmm. I'm struggling here. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I can I back up? Mm, sure. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Go back. No. No. Okay. Don't. Don't, don't apologize. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I was struggling in my career, Jen, and um, very, you know, successful and all of that. But I was struggling. I know. I I knew I could do better. And mm. um, it's funny because I didn't really share with my my boss. Um, the particular details about what about the alcohol okay I just didn't share that but I shared a lot about some other things um, about the group and what we were doing and she was very encouraging me and and very encouraging to me and she could tell a difference and um, I actually there is a a organizational change Um, she's moving to you know she's starting slowly that process to retire and I'm now reporting to somebody else, and I was a little bit scared. But, but through it all, I actually got a promotion. I, um, and I'm not going to say I got a promotion. I earned a promotion um, through all of that hard work um, that I've been doing for years and years. But, but I really think these last few months has, has helped catapult me, you know, in more of a positive direction, too. I'm more positive about my job. I'm more positive about my, my personal life. Um, I'm just ready to go out and do things again. Um, I'm ready to um, pursue some hobbies. Um, there's a piano sitting um, behind me. There's a wonderful history behind that piano. It's had quite a life, um, me and that piano. It's gone everywhere with me. Um, but anyways, um, just something like I just want to take piano lessons, you know. I want to travel. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to do just I just want to do the normal things that I feel like I've missed out a little bit on because the the alcohol use and my head has kept me um you know has held me a little hostage to going out and just actually enjoying my life um alcohol clouds your judgment and um I feel a lot clearer headed and again um I look forward to doing more things whether it's jumping off a cliff, going to Disney World, you know, hanging out with my kids. I don't care. I, it's just that I have, um, I'm more optimistic about my future. And um, definitely. What more is there? Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just incredible to hear, Michelle. And, and so, you know, to anyone listening who have heard about this, they got one of the many emails from, from us about what is this, you know, what would you say to anyone who is in a position where, they, you know, they, they work, they're successful, they're busy, they don't, you know, but they, they really want to give this, you know, mm-hmm. changing the relationship a real good go. What would you say to them? What would I say to them? Um, I would say to them, again, the leap of faith thing. You don't really know what you're getting into. And I can, I can repeat it. I can say, you know, my experience is over and over again. But at the end of the day, it's about what you need. It's about your own experience. It's about taking that leap of faith and going into something that you really 100% don't know what you're getting into. 
and you know being kind of how I am I really usually have to have all my ducks in a row before (laughs) I try something you know I've got to do my research etc with this it honestly was a bit of a no-brainer I followed my intuition for once and so I guess if if you if there's one thing I can say is just follow what your gut's telling you don't ignore it anymore if you're if you're listening to this or if you're looking at those emails and reading those emails, just reach out. There's a ton of people there um, at One Year No Beer, Complete Control, that are there to listen and to help you, genuinely. I love that. Thank you, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, just so you know, next time, next, our, our next coaching sessions, we'll be talking about these piano lessons. I'm going to make sure that you get booked that, book that yeah. on the next call. So we might do a follow-up podcast with you playing that piano, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got, you, you, you listeners, you hang tight. <laughs> Michelle, I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for sharing your insight and your honesty and being so vulnerable um, it's an absolute pleasure coaching with you. It's been an absolute pleasure to see you crush your goals and smash all these these obstacles that have been in your way before mm-hmm. and kind of really power power your way through complete control and and the retreat. So um, And it's a pleasure that I get to continue that journey with you. So to anyone who's listening, you know, if you're wondering what Michelle has been talking about, you can check out our Complete Control program. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to do some more retreats in the spring. And who knows, Michelle might be there because she, lo- she is now a cliff jumper. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> Michelle, uh, thank you so much for tuning in today. Really appreciate that. Um, thank take you care, for having and me. I, I will speak to you soon. To anyone listening, it's been great having you with us today, and we will see you back here next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the One Year No Beer podcast, where our mission is to share and tell the stories of the everyday heroes who are taking the steps to make a meaningful impact by changing their relationship with alcohol. If you want to join our community and find out more about the variety of benefits that you can enjoy by becoming part of our 80,000 plus members within our alcohol-free movement, then click the link in the show notes below. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.